if you're someone who's in a state of apathy, someone who is, again, resisting the acceptable emotions, resisting the unacceptable emotions, you have to trust me on this, that once you let go of those labels, once you let go of that need to feel the positive ones and that resistance to feeling the negative ones, your experience of those emotions will change. Your experience of those emotions will change and you will not experience suffering. Okay, You'll still have the ups and downs, but your experience will be different. Remember the video game analogy in Transformation Mastery. Okay, you can either be the player in the game, and for that player, you know, if you're the fucking player in the game, say doing various missions, um, you're extremely attached to doing well, to succeeding, and extremely resistant to failing. Okay, you're identified to that, you're in the game. That's playing the game from the character's perspective. Now, what we're doing here is we're changing the place it's coming from, where instead of playing the game from the character's perspective, we're playing the game from the player's perspective. Now, for the player, you're still going to experience um, stress, you know, um, anxiety, playing different missions, um, happiness, you know, like, whoa, excitement, engagement, passion, um, so on and so forth, but you're going to welcome it all. And your experience of that, it will be very different than the character's experience of those things. Okay, and that's the key. Apathy is basically, you're still the character, but you just refuse to play. That's apathy. It's like, you know what, fuck it. And you just stand still and you don't play. And you live in this state of complete resistance. You're like, you know what, I'm just not even going to do it. And you just kind of give up on it. That's not the solution. The solution is not to not play. The solution is not to play, but be extremely attached to certain things and resistant to other things. The solution is to shift the place it's coming from to not the character, but the player of the game. And when you do that, you will love all feelings. And you will love that contrast because without contrast, uh, that's how shit gets bland. That's how shit gets boring. And you can even reflect back on your life. If you've maybe not felt a lot in the past few years, reflect back maybe to your childhood. I'm sure there were moments during your childhood where you didn't feel that happy or positive. But it's those tougher times or those moments where you experience the unacceptable emotions that make you even enjoy the positive ones. And when you look back, it makes your life exciting. You would not want to watch a movie where everything is positive the entire way through. But you would also not want to watch a movie where everything is negative the entire way through. We all want the contrast. Embrace the contrast, love the contrast, and get rid of I must always feel good, never feel bad. Change it to, I'm open to feeling everything and anything. And you know that it will just be temporary. And you know that it will add to the contrast. Okay? Um, so remember that. And then remember, too, it's like every feeling, everything that you feel, um, that's data. That's information. That has value. You know, we tend to always label it as bad. We get so sucked into social conditioning. Um, say you experience uh, sadness, for example. The first thing we tell ourselves is, you're pathetic. This is horrible. Why are you experiencing sadness? Something's wrong with you. What the fuck? And then you're going to jump on YouTube and try to find every solution in the world to stop feeling sad. 
You know, you're like, what's wrong with me? I'm experiencing one of the unacceptable emotions. YouTube, how to stop feeling sad. Give me techniques. Versus, oh, I'm feeling sad. Um, let's experience this. It adds to the contrast. And why am I feeling sad? Instead of just getting rid of it, like, how do I get rid of this? Is there valuable data here? Is there valuable information here? If you're afraid, instead of being like, why am I afraid? So weak, so pathetic. How can I just suppress this fear? Pretend I'm not afraid. Instead, okay, well, where is this coming from? Is there data here? Maybe, guess what? Just maybe you're afraid for a fucking reason. Maybe, just maybe, you're sad for a fucking reason. And you don't have to disown that. You just have to experience it. Take the data. If there's data that's important that you can act on, act on it. And if not, simply experience it. Instead of immediately assuming something's wrong with you and immediately trying to disown it, get rid of it, fix it. Okay, but again, that's social conditioning. Like, all these emotions are so bad. Change it. Experience everything and remind yourself it's about contrast. Again, that's what makes life exciting. That's why we're here. We're here to play the game that is life. If you play a video game and there's no contrast, it's boring. You want to play the ups and downs of the video game. Okay, remember, it's not about not playing. It's not about being so attached and playing from the character's perspective. It's about playing from the player's perspective. You have to remember, the goal is not to cry. The goal is not necessarily to experience intense sensations. The goal is always, always, always to experience what's genuinely, authentically going on inside. Sometimes that could be crying. Sometimes it could be intense. Sometimes it could be very fucking subtle. Sometimes it could be close to nothing. And that is fine. Okay, the goal here is authenticity. Stop having expectations and lower the bar. Start becoming aware of the more subtle sensations. Okay, we always look for the extreme ones. We're like, you know what? Um, I'm supposed to feel in sensations going through these releases, like shaking and shit. No, subtle. What about a little tingling? Were you aware of that? What does that feel like? Bring your awareness to the little subtleties. Um, even going through a release, and you have to, again, bring your awareness to this. If you're going through a release, and you're like, shit, I'm not experiencing anything, guess what? You are experiencing something. There is something that you're experiencing that is telling you, that is sending you data, telling you that you're not experiencing anything. What is that? What does that feel like to not experience anything? Because you can't not experience anything. Just by you knowing you're not experiencing anything, you're experiencing something that's telling you that. Okay? And remind yourself here, it's about the sensations, not the emotions. Here we have, for example, fear. That's an emotion. An emotion is very vague. It's like, what the fuck is fear? Fear is basically a bunch of sensations that we label as fear. Different sensations kick in. For example, um, your heart racing, sweating, um, tenseness. Those are sensations. When that happens, it sends a signal to our mind where we're like, fear. Okay. Um, that's what fear is. It's those sensations. When I say tune into the sensations, it's tuning into that. Okay, heart racing, sweating, tenseness. Hmm. What does resistance feel like? 
Resistance is the label that we place on different sensations. What are those sensations? What does apathy feel like? What does not feeling feel like? That is the label we place on different sensations. Become familiar with the subtle sensations of apathy. Become familiar with the subtle sensations of resistance. Become familiar with the subtle sensations of not feeling anything. It didn't work. Frustrated. What does that feel like? Become familiar with those sensations. Okay, you have to lower the bar. And beyond that, I do have four missions for you here to really help as well. The first, and this is something that's become quite popular um, nowadays, is if you're in the state of extreme apathy, or if you have trouble experiencing different sensations going through the releases, and that's like your big sticking point right now, for the next 30 days, okay, for the next 30 days, um, whatever day you're watching this video, this webinar right now, I want you to do a cold shower daily. Just 30 seconds, cold freezing shower when you wake up every single day. Okay, now this is not necessarily going to be pleasant, but guess what? It's one of those experiences you can proactively create for yourself to experience different sensations. Okay, even if you're in a state where you're just always living in your head and you just resist it all so much, you're like, I don't feel no more. I'm in my head. It'll force you to feel something, whatever that is, even if it's hurt, even if it's ugh, a jolt. What are those sensations? And then try to tune into them every day. And even if you want to in like a journal or something, try to write down what those sensations are and keep exploring the different sensations associated to taking a cold shower every single day. Okay, when I say cold, I mean fucking freezing cold. Like you wake up, you're like kind of groggy and shit, go to the shower, fucking freezing, bang, 30 seconds. Those, you know, intense experiences, you have to create them for yourself. Become familiar with the lower half of your body. That's the first mission, 30-day challenge, cold showers. The second mission is you have to, have to, have to go and take one yoga class. Now, whenever you hear yoga, everyone's always like, oh, yoga? It's like, you have to, and don't do this at home. Um, it's very easy to just throw on like a tutorial video and be like, oh, I'm just gonna do the yoga here by myself, but then your mind drifts off. Do it on an environment where you can't really drift off or escape. You know, so go and take a fucking class. Most places will even give you the first class or first week for free. So you don't, don't even have to spend money on this, but you have to go and take one class, okay? Take a class where you're stuck there for like an hour. And there's a bunch of people doing it with you at the same time. And there's a teacher there guiding you through it and just fully surrender to that class, buy in. And what's cool about yoga is that it forces you to continually bring your awareness to the sensations. That's really what yoga is, okay? It's like when you do this pose, breathe in, then breathe out when you do that pose. You have to like breathe in certain times and breathe out other times. It's very specific. Um, when doing different poses, they even guide your awareness, okay? When you're standing here, you know, lock in your kneecaps, okay? Um, bring your, you know, your spine in a erect position. Uh, do, I just, I, I, for some reason, I can't fucking think of them now, um, you know? Put, put your arms up and do this. It's like all these little subtleties in terms of feeling. And then you'll start noticing the subtle sensations and the subtle shifts when you do one thing to the next, okay? Even for example, when you're breathing and you have your palms up, like you just do a breath, 
and then you put your palms down and do that same breath. What was different? Subtle sensations like that. So mission number two is do a yoga class. The third mission is go out once, and uh, I'm sure you've seen some videos of this on YouTube. It's the um, uh, like free hugs, where you just go out and just create like this little sign, even on a piece of paper saying free hugs. And for like 30 minutes to an hour, um, go in like a crowded area during the day in the street with that fucking sign and offer free fucking hugs. Okay? And anyone who wants to just free hug. As simple as that. That's the third mission. And what this really accomplishes is it shows you not everyone is that fucking bad. Um, we're not all that disconnected. Um, there's still hope. There's still good people in this world, and you're not alone. You know, because that'll happen when you're in this state of apathy. It's, it's really a state of you know what? Fuck it all. What's the point? Um, that that's the state you're in. It's like what's the point? Fuck it. You know, and uh, this will show you, hey. You know, the world's not gone to shit yet. It's not that fucking bad yet. There's still fucking good, and you'll see it. You know, you offer free hugs, you'll see people light up. And you'll see people genuinely give you that hug. And that's your intention too, is just genuinely give them a hug. Just offer some good emotions. Offer, you know, some value there. And you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh shit, you know? Fuck. And, and in terms of being alone too, it's like you just feel so disconnected from yourself that having someone else like, or all those people there hugging you, and just if you really do feel connected. So that's the third mission, um, the free hugs. And then the fourth mission is every single day for the next 30 days, uh, make it a challenge to write down three positive things every day. Three positive things. What are three um, positive things, three successes, three things you liked about today, you liked about yourself, um, three things that are, you know, make you happy, make you hopeful, um, you know, gives you, again, that, that reason to be part of this world, um, to be part of this experience. Three things every single day, that are positive. Those are the four missions, okay? 30-day cold shower, one yoga class, free hugs, and three things every single day that you write down that are positive. Always ask yourself, what's the payoff and what's the fear, okay? And this is something, no matter what state you're in, ask yourself, what's the payoff, what's the fear? If you're in a state of apathy, there's a certain payoff. There's something you're getting out of being in this state, and there's a fear of losing this state, okay? You're attached to it, and you resist feeling. What's the fear, what's the payoff? And you need to tune into those sensations and let go of it. And what you'll notice is that oftentimes, I mean, I know for me, when I kind of snapped into that state of apathy going through the media scandal, or I'd occasionally even do it, but but very briefly, in a way, um, before that, uh, you know, at different times interacting with women, where I would just kind of just switch off the emotions, you know, and, and it sounds kind of cheesy, like switch off the emotions, and it was kind of this guilty pleasure, you know, of, um, as I said in a previous video, I kind of identified subconsciously with being the bad guy, um, that was part of it, you know, it's like the bad guy who's like, you know what, I'm the asshole anyway, fuck it, there was a, a guy even um, at a recent event in Berlin who said that, you know, it was at the, the end of the event, and you kind of share what, what you realized during the event, and he's like, you know what, I realized I'm an asshole, and it was like full honest, you know, it's like, hey, I'm an asshole, um, I've treated a lot of people badly, and, uh, you know, fuck. And that was one of the big reasons that he was in this state of apathy. He had trouble feeling. You know, it's like, hey, I'm the asshole anyway. Fuck it. 
And of course, you don't want to feel too, because that would also mean experiencing, say, regret, experiencing shit, you know, like, I am an asshole, and like, kind of realizing that and like, shit, like taking that in, versus just living in denial. I'm an asshole. I'm a fucking asshole. Um, my ex, I really treated her like very asshole-like. And you know, for example, uh, we'd have a fight, and she would cry. And was sitting in the next room. You know, I would just sleep. You know, I would just catch a Z. And why she was, you know crying her eyes, face out. I just, I just didn't care. I, I, I don't care for anything, you know. It's, I feel like I don't give a shit about, like, nothing. There's nothing in the world I would, I would care about that, that would really, expect for my parents, you know. But nothing can really hit me. I'm so fucking cold, man. So fucking cold, so emotionless. And I wasn't like that, you know. Uh, uh, it just built its way up. There is always fear snapping out of apathy. What are you resisting? What will you have to experience? What do you fear? Um, you know, if you want a cheesy comparison to this, there was this show called The Vampire Diaries. Totally cheesy chick flick show. Uh, for some reason, I, I love that show, though. And uh, it, it's about, like, vampires. And uh, they they had this thing where it's like they called it their humanity switch, where they could just switch off their emotions as well. And then they'd go on these, like, you know, horrible rampages. And then eventually they'd snap out of it, and they'd have to experience, um, say, regret, guilt, hurt, anger, and all the stuff that they did during that time, their switch was off. And that will happen um, if you're in the state of apathy. Julian, do you find that sometimes your mood is just down? Even if I just feel it and embrace it, remain at peace with it, but don't become super happy or hyper. Um, yeah, and uh, that's totally cool. And, you know, if, if you're down, that's totally cool. Be aware of your question here, because notice what you're saying is, even if I just feel and embrace feeling down, and uh, I remain at peace with feeling down, I don't become super happy or hyper. But... Just by saying that, it shows that your expectation is to feel super happy and hyper. It's not really being at peace with feeling down. Embracing and fully accepting feeling down means you want to feel fully down. It means you don't want to feel fully at if super hyper or, or super happy. So anytime you're trying to accept and embrace something, but you want to feel something else, that's not truly accepting or embracing. Trying to accept and embrace, and you're telling yourself, okay, I'm accepting and embracing it for it to leave, for it to go away. Is it still there? But I'm accepting, I'm embracing it. That's still resisting it. It's still labeling it as unacceptable. Embracing and accepting means you're fucking happy to be feeling down, and you want to be feeling down. Okay? Um, and there's no thought of feeling anything else than what you're presently, authentically feeling. And do I still feel down? Fuck yeah. I mean, of course, that's part of the game. Do I still feel angry? Yes, of course. Do I still, you know, feel scared? Yes. Anxious? Stressed? Fuck yeah. But my experience of that is very different than what it used to be. Okay? Um, in the past, like, 
it would just trigger a lot inside of me. So my response would be amplified. And um, I would resist it so much that it would just stay there. And it would just be so fucking intense. And I would suffer on top of it. Because that's what happens. It's like stress or feeling down, as you said here, equals bad, equals unacceptable. So then you feel down. You resist it. You're like, fuck, I'm feeling down. So it stays. And then there's the added you feel bad about feeling down. And then you feel bad about feeling bad about feeling down. And then you start feeling even frustrated that you can't stop feeling down. And then you feel angry that you're frustrated about feeling bad about feeling bad about feeling down. And it's just this endless cycle. As soon as you feel down, if you're like, fuck yeah, I'm feeling down, feeling down times, and you fully embrace it, you just ride through it and your experience is a lot lighter and you actually enjoy it. And it sounds really weird to say, but I enjoy the contrast. I love the contrast and I don't want to get away from that contrast. Okay, I don't want to feel down all the time, but I also don't want to feel up or happy or hyper all the time either. I don't want any flatness. Okay, I want the contrast, you know, and um, I view emotions like this. I view experiences like this. You know, even if I look back at, I mean, my whole journey here, it's like there was a lot of contrast, you know, there's times where shit goes well, there are times where shit hits the fan. And looking back, even at my life now, it's like, that's what makes in my opinion, okay, in my own personal opinion, um, life fucking worth living. That's what makes an epic life. You know, it's when you look back and you're like, shit, it's like this crazy roller coaster, this crazy movie. That's what you want. You don't want the flat thing where it's like, and everything just went very flat. Because to be honest, that's what was pretty much in terms of a life situation laid out for me um, growing up in Switzerland. You know, I grew up in Switzerland and, uh, you know, I did quite, if not very well in school. And uh, there were a lot of possibilities. I got into a really, you know, prestigious university. And uh, my life was laid out. It's like, hey, just do the good grades, go to the university, do some more good grades, um, you get out. And uh, anyone who got out with a bachelor's, I don't, I don't know if it was a bachelor's or a master's at the university, it was a, a business. Um, you were pretty much in Switzerland guaranteed a starting job with, you know, 10k a month salary. And then, of course, you can work that up, different promotions, and that's your life. You know, it's very, it's, it's good, it's safe, it's flat, it's there. That's, that's, very, that's Switzerland. You know, a lot of Switzerland is very just like, you're good, you're safe, but it's very kind of predictable and flat. And, um, I mean, again, this is just me, but, like, that's really not what I wanted. And I would rather, and, and that's really what helped me, you know, or, or what, why I made the decision to um, move to Los Angeles. I, I quit university, moved to Los Angeles, and just kind of <sighs> embrace what happened here. Um, and, and my decision was, you know what, I, maybe, maybe she will go horribly in Los Angeles. Maybe I'll never make it. You know, I wanted to do something, I always wanted to do something like creative, like uh, originally it was, you know, music. Um, this is similar to music. It still fulfills that need. But like moving to Los Angeles, I was like, fuck, I don't know if it'll ever work. But I would rather not have it work, but experience like a crazy life filled with contrast. Um, a life where I look back and you could literally write a fucking book about it or, or make a movie about it than this predictable life. And um, if you're, again, someone who's in the state of just kind of feeling disconnected or very resistant to feeling the negative emotions and there's that fear of really feeling again, Again, it's like you're here to feel. You're here to have the contrast. Remind yourself of that. It's like if you look back, do you want something flat? No. And when you embrace it, once again, your experience changes. 
the suffering, the part you're trying to avoid by disconnecting from feeling, does not come from the sensations. It comes from that attachment and resistance to the sensations. Let go of that. And that's what the releases are for. And once you let go of that, you will love feeling. You will love all emotions. Is feeling apathy an important part of the spectrum of happiness, sadness, contrast? No. Apathy is when you block off happiness and sadness. Apathy is basically the suppression of all emotions. You just decide to stop feeling. Again, the, the best way to illustrate apathy is that fucking vampire, you know, humanity switch. It's like, stop feeling. Fuck it. And usually it'll happen when you reach that point where you've suffered too much and you're just fucking sick of it and you just kind of give up hope. Like, you know what? Fuck, give up hope. If I, if I give up hope, yeah, I won't have any hope, but I won't experience the despair or the loss of hope. Fuck that. I, I'm sick of the loss of hope. So fuck it all. That's apathy. Apathy is resigning from emotions, from feeling, from fucking life. That's what apathy is. It's this internal suicide in a way. You're still alive, but you're not living. Be alive and live versus be alive and then don't live. You know, And don't get sucked into social conditioning because social conditioning is, first of all, what tells you these are the bad ones. And it'll be reinforced everywhere, by the way. And a lot of marketing, too, is targeted towards that. It's like, you feel bad, something's wrong with you. You're feeling one of the bad emotions, something's wrong with you. You're like, oh, shit. So let go of that. Um, I talk about this in the content video. Um, imagine someone your entire life, or imagine fucking society, your entire life, right now, whatever you dread feeling the most, whether it's stress, anxiety, anger, jealousy, envy, whatever it is, just pick one. The one you just fucking don't want to feel or hurt, there's one, hurt, betrayed, one you just really don't want to feel, and imagine your entire life, everyone told you, society told you, ads told you, movies told you, videos told you, YouTube told you, I told you, that that was the shit, that was the goal, everyone wants to feel betrayed, feeling betrayed is fucking awesome, you don't want to feel, um, like, you know, not betrayed, you want to feel betrayed, guess what, when you experience betrayal, your experience of betrayal will be very different because now the label's different. And you're no longer resisting. You're no longer trying to avoid it. Okay? And that's what you want to do for all emotions, all feelings. Experience it all. Experience it all. And your experience of those emotions will be different and temporary too. They won't last because you're not hanging on to them. When you accept the unacceptable emotions, what does it look like when you express anger to others? Um, this is huge, and um, remember this, accepting does not equal expressing. When I say embrace, accept the whole list of unacceptable emotions, that doesn't mean I'm expressing them. You know, um, That doesn't mean every time I'm mad, I'm fucking screaming. It just means that I allow those sensations to take over. I feel those sensations. I stay with those sensations. Now, sometimes, yeah, you know, there might be a couple times where I express it. But remember, letting go, accepting, staying with, does not mean expressing. You say that we get a lot of good data from feeling. Uh, what do you mean by this, if all sensations should be accepted? like, uh, Yeah, in terms of getting data from feeling, just, I mean, fuck, think of it like this, okay? Sensations, we feel for a fucking reason. If you didn't feel, you wouldn't survive. You know, for example, if you're out and it gets really cold, you're going to feel cold. And it's going to send data to your mind, shit, you're getting cold. You better put on a fucking jacket or 
you're going to freeze and you're going to die. There's data. If you're out in the fucking, I don't know, let's say dangerous part of Los Angeles and you're walking at night and you experience fear, there's valuable data in that fear. It's telling you, hey, don't be a dumbass and get your ass off this street. It's extremely dangerous and you may die. There's valuable data. Sensations always carry valuable data. Take the data, embrace the sensations. Now, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. In that case, that's fine. Just embrace the sensations. Other times there's data you need to act on. In that case, act on it. But there's always data. And by us saying, fuck, feeling's bad due to the labels, the way that we're conditioned, we're getting rid of, you know, we're disconnecting from this. And now we no longer have this data. And we no longer have this data, too, in terms of what is authentic to us. We don't know how to fulfill our own needs because we're not getting the data that's telling us what we need. For a guy who feels 90% sad, 5% happy, apathy seems more logical. Um, if you view it that way, but once again, by saying 90% sad, 5% happy, you're still labeling sad as bad and happy as good. You're saying, you know what, if I feel 90% of the time bad, like unacceptable, and 5% of the time good, it's better just to not feel. You can do that, or guess what? Stop labeling it. Suddenly it's all good. No matter what you feel, it's all good. There's nothing you must feel. There's nothing you must not feel. Your job is to feel everything. If you experience apathy and you don't get in touch with your sensations, with who you are, you'll never know what the fuck you want. You'll never know what your purpose is. You know? And that's the thing. It's like the more you become apathetic, the more you become disconnected, first of all, from different sensations. And um, the... I mean, extreme case of someone who's really in apathy, and I had a client like this, I mean, many clients like this, and it's actually becoming more and more, um, unfortunately, but you'll see it's someone who's very logical, um, very much in their head. Um, they can't connect to anything uh, emotionally. They need it to be logically explained. Um, so for example, even if I show, uh, like, like here's one, say I show two videos of um, different social interactions. And, uh, you know, something I talk about a lot, especially when it comes to um, success with women, is offering value and taking value. And I show two videos. Here's offering value. This is the vibe. This is what that is. And here's taking value. This is the vibe. This is what that is. What's different? You should be able to connect with what's going on inside, with what you're feeling, and then, you know, connect with the videos. And you'll be like, oh, that's different. You know, you can put in words a little bit. But it's something that comes before words. It's only something you can, you know, emotionally connect to. Someone who's in apathy, who's disconnected, won't really notice the differences. You know, they won't see a difference in the vibe. Um, they'll analyze logically. So they'll look and they'll be like, okay, um, in this video, there were these words that were said. In this video, there were those words that were said. Um, in this video, those actions were performed. In this video, um, these actions were performed. Um, you know, just like analyzing it, like a, like a computer would analyze it. What are the differences? Huge list versus what did you feel when watching them? Did you feel any different when watching them? Put yourself in the, that person's shoes, put yourself in that person's shoes. And, uh, they can't do that because they're just living in their head. It's literally like a computer, you know, um, when, uh, you know, they need it to be logically explained to them too. It's like, this doesn't compute. I need the logical explanation. Although the information they need is in the videos themselves. They need the logical breakdown. They need the logical meaning of everything. Um, and then it's someone who's, 
you know, usually you can just sense kind of quite tense, um, quite tense. There's not much quote unquote flow or soul to the way they communicate. Um, so if you take me, you know, if you take me as an example talking here, I like to think there's a lot of soul, a lot of flow, um, even in my delivery, you know, there's times where I speak loud, where I speak quietly, there's a lot of contrast. Um, someone who's in apathy, uh, they would come at this a little bit more like this. <clears throat> Hello, um, we are going to talk about apathy in this video. And I made a list here of, uh, well, first of all, to understand how this happens, there's a list of emotions. There is this emotion, there is that emotion, there's this emotion, um, those are considered unacceptable. Then there is this emotion here, which is considered acceptable. And during the process of socialization, this is what happens. It's just very flat, monotone, literally like a, a computer would um, do it uh, or would deliver it. So you can kind of sense that. And if you're someone who has trouble relating to other people, connecting to other people, um, if you watch a movie and you're just logically processing, mentally processing the movie, um, you don't really feel the movie. Um, if you're someone who needs the logical explanation, if you're someone who's very flat, those are usually signs of being disconnected from feeling. And this is not just you, and I want to reinforce it too. It's more and more people in today's world. Again, we're in a world where apathy is encouraged. You know, we're taught to escape feeling. We're taught all this is bad, and here's a ton of techniques to escape feeling altogether. If you could just not feel, that'd be awesome. That's the world we live in. Do we all feel apathetic on some level? Um, I mean, yeah, there's, what I'll say is you can, you can either be full apathetic where you resist feeling altogether, but even someone who's in the middle where they resist some, you could argue that, hey, they're also resisting to feel a bit, you know, and even their experience of those emotions is very limited because there's that resistance and that need. And even when they feel good, they can't fully feel good because there's that attachment to it. And they know that feeling bad, the opposite is coming. So they can't let themselves get carried away and feeling good. Because if they let themselves get carried away and feeling good, they think that they'll experience the opposite too intensely. So there's a certain level of apathy in the middle too. Uh, it's only when you let go of it completely, the need and the resistance that you truly feel and snap out of apathy fully. So basically we need to act more like women with their emotions and express them more subtle, not suppress. Uh, remember, it's not about expressing, first of all. And secondly, this does bring up a point um, where you might experience a lot of resistance because, you know, say you're a guy, you're watching this, you're like, fuck, I don't want to be like a fucking chick, man. Am I like a chick? Do I have to feel like a fucking chick? Because um, there is that, in today's world, that virtue of like, being a guy means you're never afraid, never anxious, so on and so forth. You're a guy. You toughen up. And we think it's weak and vulnerable or it's like a woman if I feel. But fuck that. You know, the weak thing to do is to live in denial. It's to not feel. And you'll notice it's actually easier to just live in denial. Like, let's just say it takes less balls to live in denial if you're in a state of apathy than to you know, choose to feel and be willing to feel. Choosing to feel is scary as fuck, yep. Oh yeah. Again, and that's why you experience apathy. It's like, there's a reason you, like it's a coping mechanism. There's a reason. 
you know it's like being in that being swung back and forth where you're really attached to feeling a certain way and you resist feeling another way um and, and this is where most people are it's still fucking hell i mean it's it's tough it's horrible you suffer a lot and uh i mean yeah it it does make sense on a level to be like hey fuck this fuck this suffering quit and just resign however it doesn't fix anything the way out of this because i agree fuck this suffering fuck it but the way is not to resign the way is to let go of the need and resistance that's enlightenment apathy is resisting everything enlightenment is embracing everything